So, John, what's the longest you've gone without sleep? Well, if you know anything about me, Harry, you should probably know that I love sleep. Mm-hmm. I, I love a nap. I love, a, I love to sleep. So, so like five minutes then? Yeah, I think probably I can't really think of a long period of time. Maybe in Amsterdam mm-hmm. when we got really high and then got freaked out and then you made made us watch Black Mirror. And <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was definitely at least a 48-hour period of no sleep. Welcome everybody to Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where today we are pitching prequels, sequels and spin-offs to Insomnia, one of the Christopher Nolan films. You forgotten know, Christopher Nolan film. Everything's a bit thematic right now. Yeah. Uh, we'll also be pitching some drinking games and hearing from our listeners with the submissions they've posted on our Facebook and Twitter pages. But first we're going to talk about some of our favourite moments and give a bit of a plot summary. I'm Harry, the host with the most alertness. Mm, questionable. Questionable. Questionable? Yeah. Yeah. I'm joined today by Ross, the guest with the best sleeping bag. That's true. I slept in a double sleeping bag yes. last night. It was great. Yes. We've just been camping. There's a reason we have sleeping bags. <laughs> yeah, out of context, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Just having a double Ross sleeping bag. Ross is homeless. Yeah. And joining me as always, the hangover from my night out in Amsterdam that just won't <laughs> leave. It's John Lucas. Oh, that's the nicest thing you've ever said about me. <laughs> what, you won't leave? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so Insomnia then. Yeah. You chose this from John, didn't you? I did, yeah. I, as I said before, I feel like this is the forgotten Christopher Nolan movie. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, I just didn't pick it for any particular reason other than Tenet is out. Yeah. And so people are talking Christopher Nolan and we've done most of the other ones. Mm-hmm. So I thought we'd have a look at this one, which I actually hadn't seen before. I'd like to just jump in and say this is not a forgotten Christopher Nolan film for me. This is one I had literally never heard of before. <laughs> well, there you go. There you so, go. <laughs> yeah. not forgotten. Just, just obscure, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, because he did this one straight after Memento, mm. and then he went on to like The Dark Knight and then all the big films that he's played. Yeah, I think on. this one came out two years after Memento and two years before Batman Begins. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, it was his first big studio film, because Memento was kind of an mm. independent film that did very well, obviously. What's the other one? Is it The Following? That is first Yeah, one? that's The Following is like his first like real first film, but that's like a very low budget, mm. no stars kind of. Then mm. Memento was... Yeah, his breakthrough thing. Yeah. But then this was, after that, the first big film he got, you know, he got a, bu- a budget for and he got some big names for, mm-hmm. and, you know. Now, I think that before recording, you told me that he didn't write this. Yes, that was the, the other thing I was going to say. This is the only Christopher Nolan film he's ever directed that he did not write and also his brother did not write. Yeah. So. You can tell. Yeah, it's definitely a little different. Because this film is plain. Mm. I, I wouldn't say plain, plain but I, well, it's definitely not Nolan-y enough. For yeah, me. I think it's just by comparison. And you go in expecting a Christopher Nolan film, but yeah, when you're fresh out of the cinema after watching Tenet, and uh, yeah, this is this this doesn't this doesn't have a thing. Yeah, I think it's got his, elements. His, his, barely. What, why his, hasn't his, time gone backwards at any point? <laughs> yeah, what, that, why that, hasn't the storyline leapt forward and backwards in time by multiple years? And why isn't the city folding in on itself? Yeah, this is barely a Christopher Nolan film. This yeah. is barely a film. All that Come sort on. of stuff. And I was really, I was primed for a twist at the end. Yeah. 
And there is there is no twist at the end. I, I thought like, there was I, a twist like half an hour in, and then the rest of the film was all about the fact that that was the twist. I mean, the twist I, being that Robin Williams is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was a fun twist. No, I was thinking of the fact that this isn't just a cop chasing a murderer, mm-hmm. which is what all other films about this are. Yeah. This is a cop chasing a murderer while a murderer is chasing a cop for murdering. Yes. Well, see, there you go. That's pretty uh, Nolan-y. That's, that's, that's convoluted. pretty nolan yeah. yes, But it wasn't convoluted enough, though. Yeah, like, I know. They, they could have done more with that. Or, like, I, I was wondering, like, oh, is Robin Williams secretly Al Pacino? And, oh. and this is all, like, a hallucination. Because he, he's so Fight tired. Club. Yeah. Fight club style. Oh, that's so good. I was, well, I I was mean, really expecting, like, He's gonna have hallucinated like a whole thing, a whole, <laughs> Why a whole, a whole storyline. Why would you hallucinate Robin Williams? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know, but like, you know, because there's one point where they're doing a search in the mm-hmm. in the forest, and he yeah. sees his partner, yes, um, who he recently shot, mm-hmm. and like clearly that's a hallucination. Like his partner wasn't there. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so this film's like you know teasing us with a little hallucination now because he's been awake for so long. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Okay, what else is going to be hallucinated? Mm-hmm. I was like, I was really thinking like Robin Williams doesn't exist. Yeah, he, he <laughs> and hallucinates that, and that's his partner thing. again a bit later, and that's then it's just dropped. Like he hallucinates him yeah. twice, and then that's it. Yeah, because if it had that kind of a twist, that would be a Nolan-y film. That would that'd be, be no- that, that'd be yeah. prime Nolan. Like, oh, hallucinations. What what, what is real? I mean, yeah. that's also very Fight Club, though. Yeah, yeah it's... which I appreciate that Fight Club had well been done by this. Point. Oh yeah, this yeah. came out yeah. in two thousand two. Fight yeah. Club's like nineteen ninety seven. So yeah. yeah. But Fight Club had more going for it than just... Um, just that twist. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. this didn't really have much going for it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I, I do think that if it had turned out that that other person was just the first person all along, people mm-hmm. would have gone, oh, it's fucking Fight Club, isn't it? Yeah. 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 You know, it was too soon after Fight Club to try yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I like this. I, I like a good, like noirish detective you know thing mm. like mm. it's very moody it's got like a moody you know feel mm. to it and it's actually an adaptation or a remake of a norwegian film and you can really tell it's got that scandy crime vibe mm-hmm. you know like all yeah. those tv shows that were really big a few years ago like and it helps yeah. that it's just set like quite north in the world and everything just looks yeah. cold and like yeah. everybody's struggling to get along yeah they've clearly been like okay what's the closest we can get to norway in america oh alaska let's put it in alaska yeah, so. yeah. Mm. And I feel like they really lent into it. Yes, absolutely. And visually, this film looked fantastic. It looked great. Yeah, so it's got the Nolan flair. Mm. Yeah, so it has. It does have its Nolan-y elements. It looks good. It it, it begins with the letters I am, <laughs> the first part of the in trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hang on. Am I missing one? Insomnia, Inception, Inception, Interstellar. Interstellar. Interstellar <laughs> that's the one I was yeah. missing. Is there a way of linking all three? I don't think so, because this one's so plain. Oh my god, okay, so I'm guessing that you didn't enjoy this film, Harry. (laughs) It was was just because I was expecting more. Okay. It was fine. High expectations. But also, this film could have been shorter. It is two hours, but I mean, these kind of films do take their time. Mm. Yeah, noir always takes its time. Mm -hmm. Because you've got to have shots from where you walk from a place to another place, because the only two people on the street are at opposite ends of the street, so you have to walk between Mm. them, and you have to show all of it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Robin Williams doesn't turn up for an hour. No, so it really it's... does take its time, which mm. I appreciate. I like that yeah. Sometimes. yeah, I liked how you, they kind of teased him just by having him do lots of phone calls. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah He's that was fluttering good. around the edges, but you didn't really get a scene with him until a good hour in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do me here. Hello. Can't sleep, Will. 
Who's this? I got a nap this afternoon, but I guess you had to work. Who am I speaking to? You get rid of your clock yet? Won't really help. When I first moved up here, I once went five nights. Can you believe that? It's crazy light. A name or I'm gonna hang up. No, you're not. You need the company. Nothing as lonely as not sleeping. Feels like the whole fucking planet's deserted. Just you and me. So, uh... Why don't you tell me who I'm talking to and we can chat a while and... I can't do that. Why not? Not till you understand a couple of things. Like what? I saw. Saw what? Saw you shoot your partner. Right, do you want to do a plot summary then? Sure, yeah. Um, so, this film, Insomnia, came out in 2002, stars Al Pacino mm. as a detective whose name I have not written down, but it is immaterial. Um, <laughs> we shall he, refer to him as Al Pacino. He is the protagonist. Time. He's yeah. protagonist. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> in Nolan style, he's protagonist. Yeah. I uh, wish that like all the Nolan protagonists were just called the protagonist. By the way, if you don't get it, in Tenet, the protagonist is literally called the protagonist. He says it aloud at one point. He says, so I'm just the protagonist then. And then in the credits, that's his name. He has that's, no name. He's just... That's kind of cool. I like yeah. that. Well, I mean, it's Clint Eastwood made a career out of being the man with no name. So you yeah. might as well just cut out the middleman and just the protagonist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Al Pacino, he is a detective. He arrives in this town, a very famous detective, it seems. Because, mm. well, Hilary Swank seems to really fangirl over him. Yeah, um, yeah. But he's, here, he's a classic Sherlock Holmes. Very much so, yeah. Although sadly got his camp, yeah. Yeah. Although it is Al Pacino, so he has his campy moments, but on the whole. It, mm. It's it's a very Al Pacino role. It is, yes. But I think he's a lot more restrained than he usually is. Mm. He has his moments, certainly. Because yeah. Al Pacino is famously a big old ham. Yeah. That's what he <laughs> <laughs> Great actor, huge ham. Yeah. Chews the scene oh, God, and yeah. spits it out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But in this one, not so much. Mm. But yes, so he's this well-known detective who flies in from New York, maybe? L.A. L.A. I think. L.A., okay. yeah. 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 Flies in from L.A. with his partner, played by Marcin Donovan whose name I've also not written down. Um, so that everyone's going to be actors for this summary. They're, they've flown in to help assist with a murder investigation mm. involving a high school girl named Kay, mm-hmm. who has been brutally beaten to death. Mm. And they're trying to find out who killed her. Yeah. So they've been flown in. The local cop, Hilary Swank, greets them at the airport. And she is the hugest fan of Opportuno. She admires mm. all of his work. And she's this scrappy, can-do, you know, mm-hmm. good, positive attitude new detective. Wants to do all the yeah. all the detectiving. She was very scrappy doing this to me. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so they assist with the investigation. Well, they start the investigation, it seems. It doesn't seem that they've made much headway. Mm. Uh, and the prime suspect initially is Kay's boyfriend yeah who is just a comedic dick oh god yeah <laughs> the most yeah obnoxious like teenage boy with his floppy 2000s <laughs> hair and his what do you mean man yeah you you awful. ain't got nothing on me copper yeah like why have you got such a bad attitude then like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i wanted them to just arrest him and just then for like, being the, annoying yeah <laughs> and the movie's only 24 minutes long yeah, at that point yeah. it's like oh we'll just put the credits up mm-hmm. Arre- you know possession of offensive haircut probably killed her put yeah. him in prison so. yeah Yes. Anyway, they follow a few leads, and one of them lead one of the leads leads to a house. Oh, I forgot to mention, kind of important. This town in northernmost Alaska that this mm. film is set in, in several months of the summer or several weeks of the summer, they get no sunset. It's mm-hmm. daylight all the time. It's like yeah. midsummer. It's it's daylight all the time. 
So that that's kind of important to the plot. Uh, so they follow a few leads, and one of the leads takes them to a house in a lake, a lake house, in, mm-hmm. on a very foggy day. And it's very atmospheric. The fog is, you know, very foggy, very thick. The fog, the fog is very foggy. I can't speak. I'm very, I'm very tired, actually. I've been camping. I've not slept very much. Uh, this is a method podcast. Um, yes, they, they go to this lake house to chase down a lead. Uh, it's very foggy. And they know that the potential killer is in this house, mm. but they don't know who it is. And I can't remember why, to be honest. But anyway, one thing leads to another, and the killer is alerted, and does a runner shoots mm-hmm. one of the other cops in the leg, I think. Mm-hmm. And yep. then Al Pacino chases him, still can't see him because it's really foggy, loses him temporarily, and then another shadowy figure comes out with a gun. He shoots him instinctively, mm-hmm. shoots him dead. Turns out he's not shot the killer he's actually shot his partner by accident mm-hmm. martin yeah. donovan now, but this is complicated by the fact that before he shot martin donovan martin donovan had admitted that he was going to testify in a investigation against al pacino mm-hmm. for some kind of misdemeanors back in la i don't think it ever really specified like i think he's supposed to have done something no i to... think it did it, right it, at the it, very it, end it's it specified much nearer the end yeah like it was he planted evidence on someone he knew was guilty that... oh yeah. that was it yeah. he used his cop magic sense to yes. tell someone was guilty but he thought the evidence wouldn't do well enough mm-hmm. so he planted more evidence to get the conviction that's it yes so he'd abused his power and he'd obviously been caught out in some regard and was being investigated. And Martin Donovan had taken a plea deal to save his own neck and mm-hmm. he was going to testify against him. And he told Al Pacino he was going to do that. Al Pacino was very mad that it, was, it could obviously ruin his career. And it could also mean a lot of the trials that he'd been pushed forward could be, you know, the criminals could now get off. So Yeah, because his credibility yeah. would then be, yeah. would be gone. So yes. anyone he ever put away would be potentially let out yes so yeah. basically he has a huge motivation for killing martin donovan mm-hmm. but uh, he, it is it is an accident as far as we can tell uh, but he realizes that that's not going to look good so he fudges it he hides the bullet mm-hmm. there's some stuff with he replaces the bullet he shoots a dog and then takes the mm-hmm. bullet out of the dog and he, he shoots it. a dead dog a de- he shoots yeah. a dead dog yeah, he's, yeah. Not, he's not that bad yeah um, but yeah he, he does a lot of evidence tempering yes basically mm-hmm. to yeah. hide the fact that to make it look like the killer shot Martin Donovan rather than that he did. Mm-hmm. So he's got this lie hanging over him. Yeah. And the only person who knows that he is lying is the killer. Yeah. Obviously the killer knows that he didn't shoot that guy. Yes. Yes. And then he stays in the town for a few more days. He's obviously ridden with guilt mm-hmm. and he can't sleep because of the lack of sunset, the lack of darkness he is having made and the anxiety of having shot his partner. Mm. He can't get any sleep whatsoever. Yeah. And he starts getting these mysterious phone calls from a person who claims to be the killer mm-hmm. and who is the killer yeah who is kind of taunting him and but also telling him that there's more to this story than meets the eye mm-hmm. and so it turns out that that killer is robin williams mm-hmm. in a rare villainous role yeah yeah which I, I enjoyed what did you think of robin williams villain i thought he was fantastic yeah really good performance yeah, yeah. i i really enjoyed it i also quite like that we find a bit later on he was he was the villain but he wasn't actually that terrible a person he did beat a teenage girl to death for us. <laughs> yeah, but not like it wasn't a pre- like he. It seemingly wasn't a premeditated. Murder. No, it was an accident. Like it was. He's, like Al Pacino says, it, "How was it an accident if it took you ten minutes to beat mm. someone to death?" Like yeah. I, I don't condone his behavior. Fucking obviously, but mm. it was like a crime of passion. It was uh, something he didn't mean to do. It wasn't a plan. He sure. didn't want her dead. He just mm-hmm. acted out of 
some kind of but the way that he grotesque was instinct. The way that he was explaining it kind of made him uh, like the victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, oh, God, yeah. I don't the, buy into that. Like, oh, there, 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 there was a point where he was saying, like, I was more scared than she was. Yeah, like, like, really? Oh, yeah. She, she, she laughed at me. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he does try and justify it in ways that are obviously gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's not... I mean, also, he later tries to kill a cop to cover it up. But it yeah. feels like he's he's someone who did something wrong and mm. it sort of spirals and gets yeah. worse. Mm. Not because he's an evil person mm-hmm. but because he's just a shit person he's trying mm-hmm. to get out of the situation like, yes. yeah yeah he's a shit person rather than an evil one and i i didn't fully understand why he didn't hand himself in because he didn't want to he didn't want to get caught cause, yeah because he he he's likes his life hmm. you know he doesn't want to go to jail he didn't feel like somebody who was irresponsible enough to be like oh well i know that i can just randomly murder somebody by accident mm-hmm. But you know, I'm just going to carry. I'm just not going to do that again. I'm just going to. Just going to. I mean, he's on. obviously he's obviously a sociopath yeah. to a certain extent, and also being a crime novelist, he mm. knows and he demonstrates this a lot in the rest of the movie. I think, doesn't he? He knows a lot of ways of getting away with it, mm. so he kind of figures that he can. Yeah, and yeah. in a way, for a while, does. Yeah, I would have liked it, although it would have made the film quite silly, if. It turns out that all Robin Williams' knowledge on on crime was all just complete crap because <laughs> he's he's a novelist. He's not an actual detective. Mm-hmm. And you know, then Al, Al Pacino could just be like, "Well, that's not how we do things. That's not how we do things. That's not how we do things." And that's how we caught you and got all this evidence. It would be a yeah. short film, Harry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Matt, for me, my favorite part of this film was like the cat and mouse game between Al Pacino and Robin Williams. Mm, the yeah, way they keep outmaneuvering each other. And it's, yeah, yeah. Great. And I like the twist because it wasn't a cop chasing a murderer it mm-hmm. was a cop chasing a murderer while the murderer manipulates the cop who also mm-hmm. did a murder yes exactly and they're both both of them consider their killings accidental yes mm-hmm. exactly they're, they're both compromised and yeah. so maybe they are like the same person well yes yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly that's the sort of thing i was thinking <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah and i think it's really interesting that, the, that christopher nolan cast two infamous like hammy actors who normally just are always at 11 mm. and makes them both pretty subtle yeah like it's mm. robin williams as well it's a lot more subtle than you know he's not doing any silly voices he's not mm. doing there's no comedy to his performance it's all very controlled and measured mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah does anybody else actually talk to robin williams Cause yes because he comes in to, to yeah he has the, that um, interview interview ah yeah 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 one of the best scenes when he twists it around and makes it look like the teenage boy had done it could it be that that, that the robin williams that came into the interview was the only real Robin Williams and all the rest. Okay, you're really stre- you're stretching this. No, Harry. It's I, not going to happen. That happen. one might have been the actual author. Yeah, exactly. Uh, whereas yeah. the other person was someone Al Pacino had just imagined the entire time. Yeah. Oh no, he also tries to kill Hilary Swank. Yes, he does. Yes. In the final scenes, <sighs> so he can't be an imaginary thing. Yeah, you have to let this one go, guys. Yeah. It's, not, it's just oh. not the movie you wanted it to be. I'm sorry. But... <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, the, the majority of the movie after this point is just them playing kind of cat and mouse with each other. Mm. They have a meeting. Well, they have a, ch- a brilliant chase on some logs, which I loved. Yeah, <laughs> it was oh, really was good. Brilliantly scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, so it's like, the, it's one of those rivers where they float timber down it mm-hmm. and all the wood's strapped together. I don't know what you call that, but mm. yeah. I loved it for the, the spectacle of two men, both, I think at this point in their late 50s, yeah. like, running for a very yeah. long time. <laughs> Doing a parkour chase scene. Yeah, I was like, you guys must be egg exhausted. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Robin Williams one must have been like a stunt double who was like 30. Like, yeah. I don't think Robin Williams was ever that athletic. So mm. he really, because he really like bombs it in this film. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I did love like, he's like, obviously, he just leaps and bounds like a gazelle over all these like logs. And mm-hmm. then Al Pacino is just like s- sliding all over the place. It, <laughs> it was quite funny. Yeah. Uh, but then Al Pacino falls under and... I've actually done this and it made me really scared because I didn't realise that, oh, that could that could have been a lot worse because I f- was in Norway actually one time mm-hmm. and I was walking on those and I fell into the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fine. I just jumped straight back up. Well, I didn't jump straight. I got straight back out again. You know? um, I didn't have any, a near-death experience with it. I just kind of was dunked and then was back in and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm wet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in this one, when he falls in, the because the timber's actively floating, yeah. his... Way, way back up is blocked because mm. the, suddenly the logs which are very big and heavy mm-hmm. are over his head and mm-hmm. it takes him ages to find an, another way out again which mm. is yeah it was really and they're, all, and, and they're all like banging together and stuff so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if he tries to get through any gap he might just get crushed yeah, yeah. it's good like that's one thing for, another thing Christopher Nolan I think does really well is find ac- visual action sequences that you haven't seen before mm. like in Tenet the backwards fighting and the backwards explosions yeah and I'm sure there's other examples of it in his other films but mm. in this one yeah I thought that Having a you know fairly standard chase scene, mm. but over some floating logs in in a Alaskan you know mm-hmm. winter town, that, I thought that was really interesting. That's yeah. something you just never see. So mm. good good chase scene. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, Robin Williams gets away, but they end up meeting on a boat, and he Robin Williams reveals that he knows a lot about Al Pacino's background. He's obviously done his research. Mm-hmm. He knows that there's definitely just cause why Al Pacino might have shot his partner on purpose, mm-hmm. and then he basically is. He's tr- to get out of his own, you know, to save his own neck, he attempts to blackmail Al Pacino. He's yeah. like, just let this go away. Let's pin it on the teenage boy. Yeah. And I won't say a thing about you. And we can both just be- get off scot-free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Al Pacino tries to trick him. He tries to trick him into pretending that he's on board with this plan. Mm. So he says, okay, great. But you do need to go and give evidence. Because what also it t- transpires is that the teenage girl who's been murdered was in a relationship, sort of, with mm-hmm. Robin Williams. They were seeing each other. Mm. He was buying her lots of expensive things. Yeah, they had a, an inappropriate relationship. So Albertina's like, well, that's going to come out. So there's no way you can ha- not have that come out. So go and tell them that. But then he made it seem like he was going to help him to, you know, yeah. pin it on the boy. But what he actually did was he took, the, he planted the gun that was the murder weapon mm. in Robin Williams's apartment. Mm-hmm with the intention that it would be found by the police and then he would actually get caught. Yeah. But, so but, then we get... St- but surely then Robin Williams would still just be able to say, I saw him shoot the guy, find, find the yeah, bullet. Yeah, I'm not... he switched the bullets by this point. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, any yeah. It, if you can get that bit of evidence, then mm-hmm. Robin Williams, anything Robin Williams says about, oh, that guy did it, or anything yeah. like that, would be insubstantial and would just look like him lying. Yeah, yeah. just the raving. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't entirely certain on how this worked, though, but ultimately he's trying to pin it on him. Well, he's, tr- he's trying to trick Robin Williams through this. But in the interview sequence, which I think is one of the best of the film, oh, yeah. Robin Williams comes in and he does what he's agreed to do and he's given his evidence. But then he, in the process, he, he makes it very clear that he's actually found the gun and he's then moved it again and put it in the teenage boy, the mm-hmm. ex-boy, the Dead girl's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. This is very convoluted to explain on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> See, it's very nolly. Um, it's not convoluted to watch, though. No, no, it's very easy to follow, but it's hard to explain. But basically, yeah. they pin it. Robin Williams manages to pin it on the boyfriend. Yeah. And Al Pacino's furious, but he can't explain why he's furious, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the teenage boy gets arrested, doesn't he, initially? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then. What happened after that? 
Don't know. Um, I remember that, and then I remember she get. I remember the end, but there's. I feel. Yeah, I feel like there's a. I've got a blank spot. Is this when they? This is clearly the strongest part of the movie. Is this where they drive out to the middle of nowhere and just kind of threaten each other? Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 because he's got the tape. Yeah, he has the the recording of their thing on the ferry, so they meet at that point, and he destroys the tape, Mm -hmm. and sort of says, "Okay, well, it's over now. That kid's been been, uh, you know, put in." In, in the line in the firing line yeah. so you can just go home to LA now and that's yeah. the end of it yeah. and then Hillary Swank goes to see him mm. and he works yeah. out that Hillary Swank has worked out that's it yes it's there's a whole side plot with Hillary Swank's character who's like the, the fresh faced cop mm-hmm. local cop and she is doing her own investigation on the side and she figures out that Al Pacino must have fired the gun yeah because she she finds the bullet. She finds the real bullet, yes. So and then through that she manages to track down Finch and ends up mm-hmm. going to see him. And, and he knows she's cracked it, so he has to kill her to remove any evidence. Yes, basically. So Robin Williams plans to kill Hilo Swank. Al Pacino figures it out. They all end up in the lake house. Mm-hmm. There's a shootout. Oh, also, Al Pacino has still not slept in like a, like a week now. So yeah. he's fully like hallucinating. He's mm-hmm. incredibly disoriented. He's not at his best. They get to the lake house. There's a big final confrontation. He manages to rescue Hilary Swank and they end up shooting each other. Robin Williams and Al Pacino both fire at the same time, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Williams dies immediately, just falls into the lake and mm-hmm. very dramatically and very slowly yeah. sinks. <laughs> fades away. Yeah. Fades away. They, they my, really held I, that I watched this with my parents and my dad said when, when Hilary Swank pulled up to the lake house, like, uh, there's no way that the two main guys are not dead by the end of this scene yeah yeah like, there's no way this film can end without them both being dead yes yeah. like, and, and no no maybe al pacino because no, they're point. the same person the, they twist twist <laughs> but yeah yeah that, that was a good scene though robin it williams was, uh, jumping up and down behind some chest high walls with a shotgun is a mm. scene i never thought i'd see in my entire yeah. life yeah Al Pacino does that all I the never, time. I never but... thought I'd see a scene with Robin Williams very creepily describing how he murders a, a young woman. Mm. Yeah. It's weird, right? Well, it's good. To... What was that film he was in where he was like a chemist? Or... No, he was a photo. Well, a photo, yeah. Yeah, wasn't he incredibly evil in that? Yeah, he had a little run of playing villains for a while. Yeah. In the early noughties, yeah. Yeah. It works. Cast Has he ever been time? in a shotgun-based shootout before that? I don't know. He's, he was never an action guy. So yeah, yeah, this exactly. is probably his first, his only like action. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like creepy photo guy probably doesn't end up in a shotgun shootout. Not as far as I remember. It's a long time since I've seen mm. one hour photo, but I remember it being good. But yes, anyway, so yeah. Al Pacino gets shot, staggers outside. Hilary Swank finds him and, you know, mm-hmm. he's clearly going to die, but she tells him that she's going to throw away the evidence that he shot his partner. Yeah. She's like, no one needs to know. Your reputation will stay intact. And he, he was dying breath. He stops. He says, don't do it. Don't do what I did. Basically, this is a longer version of what he said. He, mm. he said it in like two words. Don't like, lose your way. Don't lose your way. That's it. Don't lose your way. Don't compromise your integrity mm-hmm. the way I did because this is where it leads to. Yeah. Mm. And uh, and yeah, and that's where it ends. With I, I got to say, I disagree with his point on that one because <laughs> he made one mistake mm-hmm. once. That doesn't mean the other 50 murderers he put away mm-hmm. weren't all murderers and shouldn't stay mm. in prison. Yeah. So if she reveals that he was actually a wrong'un, mm-hmm. then all of them will be let out. So yeah. he had a very good reason to save mm-hmm. his own reputation, and it mm-hmm. wasn't selfish. Well, so that's... if Hilary Swank does her job, mm-hmm. then fifty murderers get let out of prison. Well, yeah, that's right. yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking. Like, just so like... we, I, I, it's a good ambiguous ending because 
we don't know what she does, yeah. but she has to break the rules and she has to lose her way to do the overall good mm-hmm. thing. So I, I like that ambiguity. Like, what yeah. what will she do? Because now she's got the tough choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But also, that's you know that that's a very good way of rationalizing bad behavior. People do that all the time. Like, you know, well, mm. I have to do this. We have to frack, or we have to do blah. blah or people will lose their jobs. You know, there's always a way of justifying yeah, doing exactly. something awful. So I think it's like she is very morally pure, or seems to be. And yeah. so he's saying, you know, stick with that. Just do the right thing at all times, even if there's, you know, even if it's easier to do the wrong thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's the end of the film. I feel like that wasn't the best plot summary I've ever done, but it, it is kind of a twisty. It's a bit twisty. Yeah. Twisty detective Yeah. But yeah, like, well, and looking at the time, we're 15 minutes ahead of where we normally finish the plot right, summary. Yeah. Oh, good. This, this film. It's not got the most complex plot. It's more moody than plot driven, I think. Yeah, That's why it's, I, yeah. It's, it's very, it's very simple. You know, you basically know what's going to happen once it's yeah. sort of set the scene. Yeah, you know, okay, Hillary Swank's going to work it out. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a bit of cat and mouse thing. Mm-hmm. One or both of them will be dead by the end. Yeah, or you know, the story will be resolved. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah it, it's a nice. <laughs> you, you guessed that the film will be resolved by the end. It, well, it's no, a... no, no, no. As, like, as in, it'll be completely closed. Like, okay, sure. Yeah, it's yeah, a really really packed story. It yeah, yeah, some some films, especially Nolan films, mm. end quite open. Yeah. Um, well, like Ross said, there's a little bit of ambiguity in terms. Of, I mean, Hillary yeah. probably did the right thing, but you know. Maybe, yeah, but yeah. I know it's not the biggest. It's no spinny. Is he still in Dream or not Inception? I think mm, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I heard a solid argument that he's definitely not in the dream because Michael Caine never appears in a dream. Oh. That's and apparently Michael Caine said in an interview that Christopher Nolan told him that he's only ever in the film in the real world. Ah, oh, so that's. The However, thing. Christopher Nolan's apparently said that that's bollocks, and he never said that. <laughs> yeah, because there is also the theory that that's the spinning top isn't actually his. Oh, it's the wedding ring. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's the wedding ring instead. Okay. Because like sometimes he wears the ring, sometimes he doesn't, and it signifies when he's dreaming or not. Okay. Well, that's a different, more interesting Christopher Nolan movie. Let's stick to yeah. the one we've got. <laughs> <laughs> stick to the ambiguity in the end of this one. Yes. Um, but yeah, any further thoughts before we go to drinking games? No. Okay. It was all right, this film. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it as a as a self-contained story. Yeah. Like, like it was the end of the hero cop's life. Yeah. But it was, if, from, Hillary, eh, from Hillary Swank's perspective, it was very much one of the things she did. Yeah, like she had a career before this, and will have a career after this, and this is just a, an episode in her life. Yeah, and I I like that kind of thing, like a, a film where the universe isn't at stake. Yeah, like it's not focused. It's probably a really important part of Al Pacino's life because mm-hmm. obviously he dies in it. Yeah, but for Hilary Swank, it's just one of the things that happens to her, yeah. and I kind of like slice of life stories there where it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like this is the most exciting part of your life ever yeah or like the peak of your life it's just an episode mm. in your life this is probably the lowest stakes christopher nolan movie as well all the other ones are like well maybe memento is just one guy's story as well but like it seems like it yeah he does leave a swathe of bodies in his true life. yeah this is there's only really three deaths in this one oh, yeah yeah the, the teenage girl the two guys yeah, yeah. and the partner and the part okay the so partner. there are four deaths in this four one, deaths which is, yeah Less than Memento. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would you say this is the weakest Christopher Nolan film? Of what I've seen, yes. Yeah. Only because it's the most average. Mm-hmm. Not that Christopher Nolan's films are all strong hitters, because yeah. they're not all perfect. Yeah. Um, like The Dark Knight Rises has loads of problems. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, this one just feels it's the least interesting. Okay. Mm. It's the most, yeah, it's, it's the most run of the mill. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Not having written it probably has a, an effect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, this is probably kind of a, yeah. 
I was saying the other day offline, but I think this is clearly he makes memento, he gets a bit of credibility, and then he needs to prove himself further. So he takes the studio, you know, yeah, and he does it. He turns it around. It gets good reviews. It makes lots of money, and then he gets his, you know, he gets to do the dark, the dark he gets, and he Yeah, gets, he gets given back, and then he's got a blank check to make anything he wants, and then he does all the crazy yeah. shit. Then it's course, Inception so. and backwards bullets. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. This was an important stepping stone in his career, and maybe confusing time travel with Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that film. God, he's... This, Chris Nolan has such an interesting career. He does, yeah. yeah. Interesting yeah. filmmaker. Somewhere in there, the prestige fits in as well. Yes. <laughs> between Batman Begins and The Dark Dark Knight. Really? Yeah. I did not know it came yeah, I thought between. Yeah, I thought it was before Batman Begins, but... Oh. That like, little passion project in between his uh, his Batman work. You say little passion project. It's got, it's got most of the Batman actors. That's true. <laughs> and also, it's my probably my actual favourite film, so little passion project is not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> But it was definitely a Christopher Nolan, like, this is the film I want to make. Oh, sure. After yeah. maybe two Batman films, maybe he didn't really want to make the third mm. one. Mm-hmm. He wanted to make The Prestige. We should really have had you on for the, when we did our Prestige episode, since you are actually someone who does magic. <laughs> That's true. Not very well. <laughs> no, but you, you're in that world, you know. That's so. true. <laughs> Performance art. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, cool. Shall we get to drinking games? Yeah, let's. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So first I've got Drink for Gunshots. Drink for Gunshots, okay. Because sure. there's, there's not loads, there's not like full-on gunfights until okay, the last Okay, so it's, it's a healthy drinking game because it's, you'll just, it'll, give yeah. you, it'll keep you sipping, but Cause, it will like also, n- knock you out. The, the gunshots are accounted for. Like sure. there's one guy gets shot in the leg, mm-hmm. then he shoots his partner, mm-hmm. then he shoots a dead dog, but like the plot centres around like, okay, where are all those three bullets now? Yes. Yeah, So till the final scene where it's just bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Yeah. Drink whenever you remind yourself that the murderer is also the genie. Uh, yeah, I, I kept thinking that, like, oh no, Mrs. Doubtfire, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, that works too. That's why it's so good. It's a game type casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, drink every time somebody seems to not care at all that the teenage girl is dead. It seems like she didn't have a f- true friend in the world. No. Like, all of her, like her boyfriend's an absolute dick. Yeah. Her best friend, quote, mm-hmm. quotation marks, is sleep was sleeping with her boyfriend and mm-hmm. also seems to not care that she's dead. Mm-hmm. She was also very obnoxious, by the way. It's bu- it's bizarre that like these two people. It's not just they don't like her; mm-hmm. that they, they don't seem to realize like a person is dead. Yeah, a person was brutally murdered. Yeah, they really yeah. don't care. <laughs> Maybe that's a teenage thing. It's like you know, teenagers being yeah. self-involved. But yeah, it's. I don't necessarily think Christopher Nolan writes teenage people. Very, I don't think he's done it much for a reason. Mm. So. Mm. But yeah, it just it just seems like nobody gives a shit that he's dead. Yeah, everyone's like very abstract about it. Even like her mom's in one scene who's just like, oh yeah, her bedroom's up there. Like she just mm. seemed very yeah. flat. Like, yeah, that was weird, wasn't <laughs> like, it? She's been dead a very short amount of time at this point. She should be like yeah. devastated, but she's yeah. just like, oh yeah, just second door on the left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, to my murdered daughter's bedroom. Yes, you could come in and out as a. Would you like please. a cup of coffee? Yeah. <laughs> and they should have made her more of a character. Yeah, instead of that hotel lady who was yeah, homeless, but was in a lot of scenes. <laughs> she was boring. Yeah. Uh, you might not like one of my sequel pitches. Okay. <laughs> did they... Did, was, was there a bit where that hotel lady just appears in his bed near the end? I don't remember. She, he does tell her. Does, yeah, I think... Because like, she comes into the room and, um, and, and, and she's like, oh, it's so dark in here. Mm. And you know, she turns the light on and it's like nightmarishly bright. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it turns out that it is basically night. He's, he's, he has blocked the window, but he's just gone crazy and still thinks it's really bright. Right, yeah. I see. Um, yeah, and then she comes in, they have a whole scene, and then it just kind of cuts, and I'm pretty sure that she's just in his bed. Yeah, oh. she's sleeping, and he's still awake. Yeah. Oh. So do they sleep together? I don't think so. They, they, well, 
Why did, what, I don't what kind think of hotel it manager that. just puts the head down in a guest's room? Yeah, like, <laughs> they really cut over that, I think. Yeah, maybe there was a deleted scene where they did sleep together or something. Yeah. Or maybe it was just like, maybe I'll sleep better if, if you cuddle me. Mm. But I'll be the little spoon, please. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, drink for Sherlock and Sherlock. Oh, yes. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Loads of that, just like oh well, clearly the, this person cut her nails afterwards. Mm-hmm. I loved how there was like Hilary Swank's such a super fan of Al Pacino, so she's like always like yeah, oh wow, he's so good. Yeah, and then there's the guy with the over large moustache that was yeah. really distracting, who just clearly is like oh, god damn this know it all guy who's yeah. coming to our turf, who just yeah. seems to hate him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. I like that. Um, I've got um, similar to the gunshots one. Drink for anyone having a gun they probably or definitely shouldn't have. Yes. <laughs> and for any reason, like, they shouldn't have it because it's been planted on them, mm-hmm. or they shouldn't have it because it's Robin Williams and it's a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Or, uh, oh, Al Pacino has a second gun, doesn't he? That oh, was, yeah, that was yeah. a big plot point, that the bullet came out of his second gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got to have a backup gun. Haven't well, exactly. I really liked... Um, when it gets to near the end of the film and uh, Hilary Swank, has, she's got the bullet and she's worked out what kind of gun it's from. And then because they're all saying goodbye to Al Pacino because he's going back to LA, mm-hmm. um, there's hugs going around. And she reaches down to feel the shape of his gun just to identify <laughs> if that's the, the right thing. Yeah, but his, his, his gun's just like tucked in the, the, the back of his jeans, the top yeah. back of his, of his trousers. I didn't think she's reaching for his gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's reaching for some. Yeah. yeah. Also, ah! That's definitely a Walther 9mm. How can you possibly tell? Yeah. <laughs> well, like maybe. She's done her homework, Ross. Uh, She's very maybe, dedicated. Maybe, like, there's three standard issue guns that, yeah. that, that, she, that cops get given. And, like, she, she was, was one of the three, and it, and she, she uses the same one. She was like just it, looking for proof that he had a second gun, not trying to discern, determine what it was. Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that leads into my next one, actually, which is drink when somebody appears to find Al Pacino unrealistically attractive. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone really fancies him, and he's pretty haggard in this movie. Like, yeah. He just, especially the, the weird scene when he interviews the best friend, the teenage girl, mm. and he's driving with her, and she just, like, flashes him a little leg. Mm. It's like, is this, because she's, she's done nothing wrong. Mm. I mean, obviously, she's was sleeping with her best friend's boyfriend, but, like, yeah. she's not the killer no. so what does she have to gain by flirting with a cop what's she trying to get out of like I don't know that was a weird was one because so, like he's like Al Pacino's like 65 or something mm. at the time he makes this film because I think he's like in his 70s now mm. like she's like 15 to, to her he's like old old man mm. like it was really weird to me that he'd find she'd find him attractive mm-hmm. and then well, yeah she more... obviously wanted something out of it yeah but it was never clear what yeah <laughs> Just like, oh, buy me buy me some nice stuff and some booze, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe this is... Oh, I guess because that's what... Well, I mean, it got her friend killed, so I don't know if that's very aspirational. But yeah, no, that's do, a good point, yeah. They, they do make a whole thing of it being a very remote, boring town, and maybe all the teenage girls are just like, well, if a rich old man sleeps with me, then I can get out of here. Yeah, yeah. I'd go to Vegas. Maybe, uh, yeah. Vegas? Uh, Los Angeles, yeah. So it'll, t- she'll, it'll take me somewhere. Yeah, maybe, I guess. But yeah, all the women in this film seem to have crushes on Al Pacino, which was mm. weird because he looked like... Al Pacino. He, he looked like Al Pacino. I mean, got yeah. No offense, Al Pacino, but yeah, especially because but, but plenty of offense. A very tired Al Pacino as well, like yeah. deliberately so, you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Drink whenever Robin Williams knows a weird amount about Al Pacino. He's done his homework. He's, it's not. Yeah. Just, it's not just he's done his homework. He seems to know just like 
still trying to still trying to get to sleep. You put the uh, the, the alarm clock in the drawer. Mm, I can <laughs> see every move little, you make. He does oh, okay, like, where, where is he watching from? Is he watching through the window? Is that He's actually just in the, in the chair in the corner yeah. of our mile. <laughs> like, how did he know yeah. so much? Yeah. I mean, again, this all leads to my theory that like the he's not real. Person. They're the same person. I I like the idea that he just he writes a lot of novels about this mm. kind of thing. So he's kind of got the predictions. Yeah, mm. like that kind of fits. Yeah. Um, I've I've also got uh, coffee. Every time there's coffee, <laughs> but you movie. but you have to drink an espresso shot. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> Al Pacino's obviously not sleeping. He's drinking shit tons of coffee, mm. and he uh, yeah. But you drink an espresso shot, not alcohol. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, drink every. You've, you've kind of stolen this already, but uh, do, well, I've done it already. He didn't steal it, he didn't know. Uh, <laughs> was a bit passive aggressive, but drink every time Robin Williams asks Al Pacino if he's tired. Oh, yeah. I felt like you really need to live on that. Like, you're oh, tired yeah. yet? It's been three days. You must be really tired. Are you tired yet? You're tired. You can tell me. You're tired. Have a nap. You're tired. <laughs> it's good. Take I like a shower it, but... in my house. Yeah. Feed the dogs. Yeah, that yeah. was funny. Oh, you've broken into a house. Okay, have a shower. Yeah. Mm. It was fun. Poor dogs didn't get fed. They didn't. Whatever happens to those dogs? Who, who's gonna look after them now? Everyone's dead. Ah, uh, Hillary Swank. Hillary, Hillary Swank. Swank yeah, 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 They'll become like police dogs. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Um, and finally, drink for old men doing stunts. Old men oh, doing yeah. stunts. <laughs> well, I, I, I have. Uh, I also have only one more, which is vaguely similar as well. Uh, drink for near fatal car crashes caused by Al Pacino. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of driving tired. You know, shouldn't yeah. do it. Don't do it. Also, there's that one he tries to cause on purpose. Yes. To scare the, a child. The, the lorry, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> was right. He was really close to he hitting was, that lorry Yeah, as well. he was going really off the rails by that point in the yeah, movie yeah. as well. well I, I enjoyed watching him unravel, though. Like, that was... Do you know what I find weird in films when that sort of thing happens? When somebody's driving towards an oncoming car and from miles away, this car starts flashing its lights and beeping mm. and all that sort of stuff. If that happened to me, if I was... That car, the other that was, vehicle, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if I was the other vehicle, just driving along, minding my business, yeah. and a car just starts coming towards me really fast, I'm not going to carry on going. Yeah, you stop. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to slam on the brakes and like put go into reverse if I need to, and like just you know, <laughs> yeah, get, you've got get, 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 ages get out of, the way. of time. Yeah, yeah. You're not a train. Yeah, like this, <laughs> like the the, the the lorry in this example, and in pretty much every other film this ever happens. It, it didn't do anything. It didn't, no, it's it didn't like, slow I'm, down. I have no control stop. over this situation, so it's up to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a funny mental vision now of you just like slamming on your bricks, just running out your car, like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> just panicking. Yeah. That's it. Totally yeah. what you would do. And like, he swerves out of the way of the lorry at the yeah. last minute. What if the lorry swerves out the Yeah. Yeah, so. what, what, what if the lorry swerved? The lorry didn't swerve anywhere. The lorry just carried on going. Yeah. Well, I guess the yeah. lorry was always going to come out best in this crash, you know? Yeah, but. The, if you're the lorry driver, you're not going to think, oh, oh yeah, I'll just I, murder I, yeah, yeah, I can I, survive I, this. Yeah. I, I, I can get through this. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I'll turn this car to powder. Yeah. Um, nah. Don't know what to Stup- Stupid. Film, films are stupid. Okay. Films are this all film stupid. Fa- this film's failed Harry's yeah. logic test, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, normally when Christopher Nolan does something like that, it involves like an actual truck flip or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is only a mid-budget. He didn't have the budget for that. Nah. He's not blown up any, any real-life planes in this movie. Mm. It's not going to happen. I want to watch Batman Begins again. Mm. Yeah, me too. Mm. Well, do that in your own time, guys. Will yeah. Will yeah. uh, Okay, so my last one is drink every time Al Pacino, Al Pacino's. Which <laughs> oh, it doesn't, yes, happen. It doesn't yes. happen a lot. He does. He is very subtle in this, He's mostly, but he still gets a few, like, screamy lines. Like, mm. he still gets a few... I can't mm. quote any now, but yeah. He's still, he does... it's, it's, it's not just that. Like, 
um, I was watching it with Louise and she commented on it as well. Mm. Just like he's always in, in, in this, he's just a bit too sort of energetic and well, not energetic, but a bit too intense about the whole thing. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's very that's... Al Pacino. He's always at like 11 to 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what he's doing, even if he's trying to do like subtle and tired. Yeah, there's a reason Scarface is his most famous film because yeah. he's insane in it. So he gives <laughs> yeah. a full. Yeah. He's insane and coked up and shooting people. Yeah, which yeah. is basically Al Pacino's, yeah. Cruise control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Insane coked up and shooting people. Yeah. And screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird that, like, for this film being as average as, as we've been calling it, mm. like, Al Pacino is very average for Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. But that's, at, like, Al Pacino at, like, a, a 12 yeah. in this. And yeah. this film, I've been saying, it's very average. I'm quite disappointed by it. But it's still really good. It's a yeah. good, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's just that I was expecting a bit more. Yeah. No, I enjoyed seeing a more dialed down Al Pacino and a more dialed down Robert Williams. Like, I liked that they were more subtle than they usually are. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, I enjoyed this English. Cool. Good. That all the drinking games? Yeah. Okay. So before we get to sequels, we always talk about our Patreon for a little bit. That's what we do next. Because mm-hmm. ah. we have a Patreon, if you listeners didn't know. You can go to beyondtheboxer.com slash Patreon and you can support us for as much or as little as you like. Only if you've enjoyed listening, of course. If you've not enjoyed listening, then... Why are you still here? Yeah, just give us a five-star review and go. (laughs) (laughs) Give us a fake review and get out. We don't want you. Um, But yeah, if you go to Patreon, we run a a pay-as-you-feel system. Mm -hmm. Um, Patreon does require you to do tiers, so you can pay whatever you want, but you get all the same features no matter what. Mm -hmm. So from as little as $2 a month, you can get the bonus episodes where we we review films that are in a cinema or not mm-hmm. as it has been this, this past few months but we've got a tenant review up there we've got unhinged we've got new mutants as well mm-hmm. um that uh, will probably be up by this point i think mm-hmm. not sure all that and many many more we've got like 150 episodes up there or something yes yeah. there's plenty to go at uh, we also do extended versions of the main show so if you want just a little bit more for your book what do you get for that usually yeah extra sequel pictures extra listener submissions extra drinking games mm-hmm. just just more 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 of everything really. more of everything yeah. great there's also our exclusive Facebook group, and also once a month we do a Patreon episode on the main show as well, where yeah. we get a Patreon on, they choose the film. You can guest if you want to, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than the 30-second advert slot that everybody gets, that's all. Cool. Yes. So, that's patreon.com slash set. Indeed. Let's see, Alex. Uh, what do you think of Jaws, which is at 97% Rotten Tomatoes? I find it to be anti-shark propaganda. What do you feel about the Entourage movie, which is at a meager 33%? I think they finally got Hollywood right. How about It Follows, 97%. Worse than your parents giving you the sex is evil talk. How do you feel about Juno, which is at 94%? That would be a movie that celebrates a teenage homewrecker. Uh, how about Bewitched at 25%? Best television adaptation ever put to film. How do you feel about American Hustle? The towering 93%. Overwrought awards bait. Righteous Kill, 19%. The movie that Michael Mann wishes he had made when he created Heat. Sounds about right. I'm Julio. I'm Alex, and we are the Contrarians. As you can tell, our thing is that we rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine. Regardless of what we really feel. Find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn. Facebook, Twitter, we're everywhere. Who wants to go first? Uh, so I only have one because, um, okay. well, I, I basically I was putting up a few like 
ideas, and then I realised that my two strongest ideas would work really well mm-hmm. if I put them together. Okay. So shall I yeah. start with those? Okay, cool. So the first idea I had was that obviously the only character who's left alive who's of any interest is Henry mm. Swank because mm-hmm. Robbie Williams is dead and and also Robbie Williams is sadly dead. Yeah. So we're not bringing him back, unfortunately. Yeah. And Al Pacino's character is presumably dead. You mm-hmm. could probably write around a version where he doesn't, but let's say he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that leaves us with Hilary Swank. So I was thinking she's now the head cop of this city. You know, it's 20 years later to mm-hmm. account for the passage of time. Yeah. Uh, and she's risen to be like the police chief of this town. But in the interim, because of uh, climate change and global warming and pollution, the town's weather patterns have changed. Mm. And now, instead of it being a town where the sun never sets, now it's a town where the sun never rises. Right, okay. So it's per- it's a town that lives in permanent darkness. Yeah. And now it's just to solve a new murder, but they put in a town where it's always nighttime. And how freaky that would be. I, I, can, I can save you a little bit of effort there. Mm-hmm. You just have to wait till winter. Oh, really? How so? Because that's how that works. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you mean when the... Well, in when... winter, it will never be light. Okay. Approximately for... A... Well, if you go a little bit further north, you pretty much get it where it, it hits winter and it's 24 hours of darkness. Oh, right. And then you hit summer again, it's 24 hours of light. Oh, so they get both extremes. Yes. Okay, so maybe it's not global warming, maybe it's just... They also mentioned that in the film. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. Yeah, they they say you should have come up in winter when it never when the sun never rises. Okay, well, it doesn't matter what the cause is. I just like the idea yeah. of it being like the reverse of this. What would it mean psychologically? Yeah, so she could nighttime? she could have a crisis that she has to solve in the middle of winter. Yes, and it's dark all the time. So yeah, essentially that was it. But the <laughs> the second idea I had that I thought could actually be tied into this was that what if Al Pacino is a ghost? <laughs> well, as in, he was. A ghost the whole way? No, 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 no. So, because all he wanted to do was go to sleep. Yeah. His last line of the film is like, let me sleep. Because the whole film he's trying to get some sleep. Mm -hmm. And you think, oh, well, he's died. Oh, at least he's at rest, you know. Mm -hmm. He he can rest now. But what if he immediately wakes up again and now he's a ghost and ghosts can't go to sleep. he's been asleep for like two seconds. (laughs) Yeah, so he still can't get that sleep. (laughs) Oh, that that would be torture. What would his first line be when he like wakes up as a ghost? Probably, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> a very opportune outburst. Of, what the fuck? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> you try to die and they pull you back insomnia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> you I had to work yeah. that in somewhere and I oh. found it. Well done. Found well it. Done. But yeah, I just I thought it'd be really funny like if he was in a state of constant tiredness and just mm. increasing tiredness as a ghost and just wandering through the town and he can't mm-hmm. speak or interact with anyone, but he also can't get any goddamn sleep. Yeah. So, yeah. And... Maybe he can only, this is about all I've got, so you may, I might need some help in fleshing this out, but maybe the only way he can finally get rest is to help Hilary Swank to solve another murder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe he just needs to like write the balance. Maybe his last act of you know telling her to do the right thing wasn't quite enough. He still needs to even the balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the unfinished business on. rule. Yeah, exactly. he's got unfinished business and it's to, to help clear his cop conscience with all the bad things he did mm. by helping Hilary Swank. So I'm thinking there's another murder in the town. I think the murder... Um, have, you, have you got anything? Or? Well, all I've got is that I want the murderer to once again be played by an actor who is not known for being in dark roles. So I was thinking... The Rock. Well, The Rock could work. Dan he's... Castellaneta. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was thinking Jack Black. You know, just again, like someone yeah. like... Oh, Robin, that'd be Something good. Robin Williams-esque who but doesn't play... Yeah, so, you know, someone who's yeah, comedic yeah. and likeable and doesn't really play villains. You could definitely so. bring a very good energy to it. I think 
some at some point Jack Black should do this. He should play a villain. Yeah, I think it would be a very good type. Okay, casting. I would like Jack Black to be playing a a medium. A medium. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, because then he can communicate with ghosts. Oh, I so, like so, it. So 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 initially, like Al Pacino, ghost is is thinking like. Okay, well, I guess I'll help Hilary Swank, and this is gonna put, make crime fighting really easy because I can just go anywhere, be anywhere, and see things without people seeing me. They mm-hmm. won't know I'm there, so you know I can just find all the clues and stuff, and, and just point her in the right direction. Yeah. But yeah, then this murder happens, and it's a medium, and suddenly this guy can, you know, kind of see Al Pacino sometimes, or, or he can block him, him or, or something. He can, yeah, or like, he or, can or like keep he, him or away like, from places, or he can taunt him. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise Al Pacino's got no one to talk to. It'd be yeah. quite a boring movie. Could, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. could Hilary Swank yeah. also not be able to see him? So he has to communicate through more complicated ways, like pushing paperwork to her to like reveal yes. a yeah. clue. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. It's more poltergeisty. Like He can't just say, I have found this information. He has to point her subtly by yeah. influencing the world in small ways. Maybe. Is, she, is she aware of him, by the way? Oh, well, she can't sleep because he's haunting her all the time, trying to get information to her. So sure. she can't sleep. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, he's he, like Ross said, maybe the ghost of Al Pacino is, yeah, just doing supernatural things to try and guide Hilary Swank in the right direction. Mm. But maybe at a certain point, she starts to suspect that there might be something supernatural going on. Mm. So she calls in a medium okay. to try and figure it out. Right. And then we bring in Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hilary, you in danger, girl. <laughs> Could it be Demi Moore instead? Instead of Hilary Swank? Oh. No, instead of Whoopi Goldberg. Why would you not? Why would you bring but Demi Moore back? It, and not? Isn't isn't she the one from Ghost with Patrick Swayze? They're both in Ghost. Oh, are they? Oh, she Whoopi, is the medium Whoopi in Ghost, Goldberg isn't she? Medium. That's right. Demi Moore's Never just mind. I mixed I mixed up uh, my actors. Okay. Wow. Yes. Wow. I think this is the first time anyone's mixed up Demi Moore and Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I'd forgotten that that was the film you were referencing. I'd yeah. forgotten that she was the medium. Definitely Whoopi Goldberg in this film. Then. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to do that film. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. it's been such a, long, such a long time coming, but I know it is coming. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, soon. Very soon. soon, yeah. But, yeah, ultimately, I think we've got we've got our story now then. We have Hilary Swank, Whoopi Goldberg, the ghost of Opportuno, all team up together mm-hmm. to unmask evil medium Jack Black. That, that's a movie I'd watch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, we, I think we got something there. Yeah, sure. That is Insomnia Two. I'll sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Ross, what have you got? Uh, I have got two reasonably small ideas. So uh, the first one is basically just a joke. Mm-hmm. Twin Somnia. Twin Somnia. It's a remake starring Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nice. Ah, okay. In which they, uh, one of them is the murderer and one of them is Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And, and I haven't decided which way round, so maybe mm-hmm. you can help me with that. Well, you could do like, yeah, I think it'd be kind of obvious to make <laughs> Danny DeVito. Yeah, that's <laughs> Thanks. very good. I think making Danny DeVito the murderer is kind of obvious. I mean, make him Arnold Schwarzenegger, again, make him the villain. I know he's played villains before, but like... yeah. Make him like a, I'd, I'd say it's a against, clever villain. I'd say it's against type right now. Yeah. He's not played a villain for, what, 30 years? That's what I mean. Apart from the first Terminator movie, he's mm. basically always the hero. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, that would work. Mm-hmm. And Danny DeVito is the guy who can't get any sleep and he's trying to chase... Oh, Danny DeVito is so cranky anyway. He'd be so good at exactly. someone who can't get any sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Can I offer you a nice, a delicious nap in this trying time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could work. Okay. And maybe it turns out they are, in fact, twins or the same person. Mm-hmm. You could do that. Um, Are they making a sequel to Twins? I mean, I don't think so. No, I th- I've got a feeling they are. I, 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 well, really? Yeah, but but there's a triplet. No, there's a third one, and it's like Chris Rock or something. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, no. He's like 30 years younger than Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger, isn't he? Also, he's black. Also, yes, I guess sure, but <laughs> there's a lot of problems with this. That I'd, yeah, mm. I think it's yeah, intentional. It's... Okay, well maybe yeah, that's the first I've heard. But sure, it doesn't seem like a movie that's crying out for a like 30 years later sequel. To be honest, no, not massively. Like remake, sure, but sequel. Mm. Mm, maybe. I'm going to look this up while you guys carry on talking. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's basically the plot of Twinsomnia. Okay, I think yeah. I think if we could pl- work in Harry's idea that they turn out to actually be the same person, that would be yeah. quite fun. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe he goes, like, yeah, you know, he loses his... Maybe he is sleeping. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, actually, that's the reason he thinks he's sleeping, mm-hmm. but he's actually going out doing murders. Okay. And that's why he's tired all the time. He's because murdering he's... in his sleep. Yeah. Wow, okay. So he's tired all the time, even though he thinks he's been sleeping, because he hasn't been sleeping. He's been out murdering. Right, okay. And he, he kind of... Yeah, and when so he sees... So the killer he's hunting is himself. Yes, exactly. Oh. And when he sees the killer <laughs> and feels like he's chasing him, he sees Arnold Schwarzenegger running away over logs, and he has to chase him, but he can't because he's only got short legs and he's chasing Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but it turns out he's <laughs> oh chasing God. nobody. Danny DeVito doing a log park parkour. Yeah, <laughs> and, so and then funny. we get we get like some we get the vision of so like right at the end mm. we get some a montage of all the scenes we've already seen of the two of them together from a third person perspective yeah and it's just Danny DeVito there by himself talking to nobody <laughs> I like this yeah. that could work I think that could work very well yeah uh, yeah and I also have um, a second a, a third and fourth movie in this series okay uh, Insomnia uh-huh. and Insomnifor very good, very good, Ross. And that's it. That's we, always, we can always rely on you for some good wordplay. Thanks, mm, yeah. um, I also wondered if we could possibly have a prequel in which we find out what the um, what the bed and breakfast hotel owner was up to. Yeah, sure. Uh, because she said people in there's only two types of people in Alaska: people who were born there and people who ran away from something. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't born there. Yeah. Oh, that's she's, so much she's information. Got a backstory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I want to know what she was up to, and was it the plot of the f- film Liar Liar? Ah, oh, that's because that's the only thing you've seen. Only... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, did she have to run away from having been in a weird love triangle with Carrie Elwes and Jim Carrey? Yeah. In which case, we don't have to make this film because it already exists. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're both trying to find. Maybe they're both very possessive and are trying to find her again. She's well, they were very possessive in that film. Yeah. And she probably would have been better off with neither of them. Yes, I agree. So maybe she's like, yeah, run away and changed her identity, and she's. She's, she's hiding from Jim Carrey, the crazy lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the crazy lawyer who can't yeah. lie. Another comedian who could then be playing a villain. Ah, that's there true. You go, yeah. There you go, yeah. Cool. Yeah, like it. Like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the twin sequel, uh, it's uh, not Chris Rock, it's Eddie Murphy. Oh, okay. Closer yeah. in age, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, I still question the need for that movie to exist, but I'm open to it. Well, I've not seen the original, no. so... I, I mean, I they've just comment. done a Bill and Ted free, which, again, I don't think anyone's oh, really... Oh, no, no, no one was asking for that. It's just weird that they're just so old. Like, it's yeah. just, because they're such, like, teenage characters. Like, they're so... like it just It's just weird yeah, that they're Ted. so old. Yeah, Bill and Ted, yeah. yeah. They're so adolescent. Mm. It's just weird. Like, obviously, I've seen Keanu Reeves get older over the mm-hmm. years, but... And the other guy's not really been in anything else. But mm. it's just that in this particular role, it's like, but you're so old. Yeah. Why are you still talking like that? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> mm. It's very weird. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Harry. Um, okay. So the first one I've got here mm-hmm. is called Narcolepsy. Narcolepsy. Okay. <laughs> this could um, be good. So we pick up directly after Al Pacino's death. Okay. Um, he didn't actually die. Oh, okay. He wakes up. Mm-hmm. In hospital? Ha- no, he, d- he just wakes up like... I don't know, there outside Robin Williams' cabin. Right. Um, and it turns out that he's been asleep the whole time, sleepwalking. Oh, so... And, th- and this has all been kind of like a lucid dream sort of thing. <laughs> okay. Every... what From when? Did he kill, really kill his partner? 
Yeah, maybe. Okay. I, 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 I don't know. That, that, that's all I've got there. What can we do with this? Okay, uh, so it depends at what point he fell asleep. Mm, really. does, like, how much of the movie has happened? Like, So uh, has he killed Robin Williams in his sleep or was that all just a dream? I'd say that he's... Yeah, I was, I, was, I was kind of thinking that maybe like he's just been doing all of this while being asleep and he's not really being aware of any of it. Sure. And then maybe it could be a kind of a funner film to see from an outsider's perspective. Yeah. Um, maybe that explains why he kept having car crashes. He was falling asleep at the wheel yeah. because of narcolepsy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he didn't know that he was narcoleptic. Yeah. And the, the, the reveal of this film is, but don't you understand that you're clearly narcoleptic? You've been falling asleep left, right and centre. We thought you knew. Mm. We thought you'd noticed that you were narcoleptic at this point, but... <laughs> Yeah, that could work. Yeah. Although, alternatively, what if it's a sequel where it's, it doesn't re-explain the events of the movie? It just he's his insomnia is finished, mm-hmm. and now he's got narcolepsy and has to help with the next crime, but keeps falling asleep. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so the, he can't drive anywhere because he keeps falling asleep. Maybe the trauma <laughs> of like a near death experience and being shot or that kind of thing did something in his brain that then gave him narcolepsy. Mm. So yeah. 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 No, mm-hmm. that could totally work. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in meetings and keeps falling asleep, and yeah. maybe maybe oh. What if it's a bit memento, sort of unreliable narrator-ish? It's mm-hmm. all from his perspective, mm-hmm. so it's all really chopped up. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, I see. I see. Like, that'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd like be very Nolan, wouldn't it? He's mm-hmm. doing another murder investigation, like unrelated to the first one. Maybe mm-hmm. he's back in LA or something. But yeah, as he's chasing down and doing all the interviews, we're constantly getting cut off in the middle of a scene because he'll just like mid-sentence, he'll fall asleep. Yeah. So as a viewer, we see what he sees. Yeah, and so we have to kind of try and piece together. Mm-hmm what's happening as is he with constant interruptions <laughs> yeah and the film is all i mean this could this lines up with memento quite nicely actually yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, that one would actually probably be quite good for the film to be told in reverse order yeah absolutely um, oh yeah oh yeah that's that's cracked it brilliant yeah. Yeah. al pacino uh, in narcolepsy yes, yeah i like it as the protagonist obviously <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah cool is that all you've got uh, I've got, I've got another one. Oh sure, yeah. No, no, I'll talk we'll, about we'll, we'll be going round, or are we just doing one, one each? Uh, I was done. Well, yeah, we're both done. So. Okay, cool. Um, the other one I've got is uh, not really sure where to go with this, but so Hilary Swank is going to be repeating his mistakes. Okay. Um, she she didn't hand the bullet in like okay. she said she would. You know, she's trying to keep that in just to keep all his good work still in prison. Mm-hmm. And that set her on a spiral of like doing making bad decisions, and now she's a full crooked cop. Yeah, that's the sort of thing I was thinking. Okay, great. Yeah, she just she just kind of learned like, oh, okay, well, I got away with like not handing a bullet in, so I can do anything. What else can I get away with? Yeah. yeah. So okay. Hilary Swank is a bent cop, really. Mm. Mm. And maybe because she says at the beginning of the film that she finds like regular police work incredibly boring because it's a small town, nothing ever happens. So, yeah. Like she seems thrilled that this girl's been murdered. It's like the most exciting <laughs> thing that's ever happened to her. Yeah. Oh yeah. But so yeah, maybe the like the boredom of that town is making her fabricate crimes. You know, and pin them on other people mm-hmm. just to give herself something to do. Mm. Just because she's getting the thrill of being a cop and arresting people and chasing down perps, mm-hmm. but she's actually making it all happen because she's just completely lost her moral compass. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And maybe a new, young, fresh faced cop comes in, joins the service, maybe like an intern or like a new recruit or something, mm-hmm. played by like a young, you know, younger actress and who like reminds her of the old her. Yeah. And like, maybe comes close to figuring out the way Hilary Swank figures out what Al Pacino's been doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe this young girl figures out what Hilary Swank's up to. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a, so she has to decide whether she's going to take the right path and, you know, confess everything and give this, you know, give this girl a chance or is she going to kill her? Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, you like could, that. you could go a little bit down the Dexter route as well. Like Hilary Swank finds out about people who are 
who are wrong'uns but can't be attacked by the law because of some reason or other. Mm. So she is planting evidence on those people. Yeah. Like, she's taking down bad people still. Yeah, mm. she's justifying it in her own mind. Yeah. She's still trying to take down who she considers bad people. But well, maybe maybe the first method, yeah. couple mm-hmm. are genuinely bad people. And then it starts working its way. Like, oh, well, I, there was a murderer and I and I made and, and, and like I made sure he went to prison. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next one is a guy who ran like two traffic lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and she gets him put in prison for <laughs> also murder. Yeah. And then the then the young cop coming up is like tries but, to work this out oh, and follows but, the pattern. Uh, but she she's doing that, but she doesn't actually have a body, so she needs to go and actually go out and murder somebody yeah. just to put this guy who ran the traffic lights in prison. Just okay. like, yeah. oh, he murdered it's, that guy, but actually she murdered. Yeah, that it could guy. be like a dark comedy where it's just getting ever more convoluted, and she's going yeah. to be ever, doing ever more dark and twisted things just to create just crime. to put people yeah. behind mm. bars yeah. who who she considers yeah. Wrong. It'd be a very mm. like of the moment movie, you know, mm. like about like cops right now and how they, you know, a lot of them are, you know doing a lot of bad things so yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting yeah yeah and then who would play the uh who would play the, the young who's like the f- who's like a fresh-faced young you know scrappy will smith i'm just what? trying to use, i'm just people who've played the genius all I'm oh, okay, <laughs> jaden smith mm. too young isn't he he's not i don't know actually but... um i was thinking it could be another another woman because daisy ridley daisy ridley could work or yeah, like... that works not that she's that much younger than Hilary Swank, but I, I, I was thinking like over enthusiastic, and because we've seen her recently, like Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That could work. Yeah. I know you're a bit over it, the right way. Yeah. Like, she could be that like oh that she could be like annoyingly, you know, positive. Mm. That could be the thing that annoys Hilary Swank. She mm-hmm. was I ever this annoying when I was you know had a yeah. conscience? Like, <laughs> yeah. The answer is yes, you were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds good. I like yeah, that. that works. Cool. What would you call that? I don't know. No. Too insomnia, too furious. Well, I've not got listen submissions today, so let's go too insomnia, too furious. Yeah. Great, yeah, sure. Why not? Insomnia, too electric boogaloo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going to sleep. Oh yeah, Th- yeah. there it is. There it is. Yeah. Can't get to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> that works. Insomnia colon can't get to sleep. There we go. Cool, cool. So listen submissions then. What cool. you got? Uh, yes. So you don't have any this week, do you? No. So I just have a handful. We had Jason Ritterstein said, It already exists. Insomnia is no sleep. Inception is all of the sleep. So- oh, of course, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. There's connections, people. Yeah. There's a cinematic universe happening here. Yeah. Also, on a similar note, Rob Farnham said, Robin Williams already starred in the prequel, Awakenings. It's another Robin Williams film. Okay, sure. sure. Yeah. Would have worked better if you knew that film. Mm-hmm. Um, David Hanloss said, Insomnia 2, Counting Sheep. Pacino's character tr- manages to survive, takes a vacation to New Zealand, and is pulled in to investigate similar crimes among sheep farmers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I like if you did that, but then also brought in black sheep, that film we saw recently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, ooh, you'd have some good narcolepsy things there as well, because the, the whole crime is about how many sheep there are, yes, and how many sheep have been stolen. Every time he counts them, he falls asleep. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's supposed to be 27 sheep in this field. Well, let's see how many have been stolen. One, One two, two. Yeah. <laughs> yes, love it, love it. So it's the narcolepsy film yeah. again, except... Yeah, and so every time Al Pacino's is counting the sheep he's getting more and more irates so by mm. the end he's full Al Pacino like yeah. one two three <laughs> uh, yeah he's got to work out different ways of yeah. organising the sheep so he can count them without yeah. falling asleep each time oh I want to see that movie <laughs> uh, 
Isaiah Hand said, Insomnia versus Freddy. Pacino's, <laughs> Pacino's after the killer from Nightmare on Elm Street, and he still can't sleep, but this time it's an advantage. Uh, Ooh, yeah. that's Freddy good. can't get to him, yeah. Friend of the show and patron, Finn Ross Russell, has a couple of ideas. One is deep sleep. It's two hours of Al Pacino lying in his grave, finally getting the overdue sleep he needed from the events of the first film. It's lovely. And his second idea was Alpsomnia, the same original film, but told backwards. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Very good. Thank you for that, Finn. So thank you, everybody, for those sequel ideas. We ask for your listener submissions every week, a few days before we record, by putting posts out on Facebook and Twitter, where you can post your ideas. So make sure you like and follow our pages if you don't want to miss out. To listen to more episodes of Beyond the Box Set, you can subscribe and browse our back catalogue on any podcasting platform, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and many others, all of which you can also leave a five-star review if you like. It really does help us out, so please do consider it. Uh, as mentioned before, we're also available on Patreon, which is exclusively for the people who would rate us more than five stars if they could. You can find all those links in the description below or at beyondtheboxset.com. Mm-hmm. And next week, Harry, it's you, I believe. Oh, shit, it is. Have you not thought of it? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Come prepared. Uh, yeah, it is, Ross. Is it still Christopher Nolan? No, we're, oh. we're, not, on, we're not on the season right now. Oh, I see. Um, have you got a theme in mind? Of any kind? It's, or it's like a connection? Choice. It's free choice. Yeah. Just do something that's been on your back burner for a while, isn't it? I think you should do the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. No. Done it, yeah. Oh, you have? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I completely missed that. <laughs> uh, I must have missed that one. Um, ooh, yeah. How many Pixar films have you ever done? Oh, well, they're kind of our New Year thing. Anyway. Yeah, we, we 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 do the first episode of every year as a Pixar film. Ah, right. Because um, there is a limit on those. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let's do Midsummer. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. from one um, from one sleepless movie to another. Yeah, I feel in the mood for it. Okay, why sure. not? Great, Midsummer. I'm 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 down for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes, and listeners, if you want to get a little advanced preview, then you can go to Patreon.com. Slash beyond a box set, and you can listen to our, our initial review. reaction to Midsummer, yeah. Yeah, which would be about, I don't know, a year ago, isn't it? About a year ago, yeah. Have you yeah. seen Midsummer? Right? I have not, no, but you guys were telling me about it yesterday, and apparently I should watch it. Yeah, that and Hereditary, you mm. should definitely watch yes. both, yes. Mm. Yeah. I'll have to do it for in preparation for listening next week. Excellent. Yeah. Well, well thank you very much, for, Yeah, thanks for guesting. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, Always a pleasure, never a chore. Anything you want to flog? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, coronavirus has resulted in me not having a job, so I can't flog anything. D- uh, does anybody have a job going? Uh, yeah, jobs yeah. for us. Yeah. Would anyone like a juggler um, <laughs> in a socially distanced juggling workshop, or would I? Uh, or do you need me to use the internet to teach you physics? Because <laughs> those are my two jobs, and they basically don't work right now. Tutoring. Uh, yeah, tutoring. It, it, yeah, I have not a lot of that on because there's no schools open and no one's taking exams mm. talk, talk, talk positive sell yourself ah right uh, I'm brilliant <laughs> um, I, yeah I, seriously I, I could do with uh, I, I, I teach circus skills and I teach uh, I teach physics at the moment I do physics online so uh, if you need help with your GCSEs or A levels uh, get in touch and, uh, and I can help you out with uh, some online chats and working through question papers and that kind of thing if that is your jam yeah he's very good thank you cool great well thank you very much ross thank you harry and uh we will see you next week for midsummer yeah see you next week guys bye. awesome bye thanks for having me